Hello and welcome to Nintendo Nightly, your Monday through Friday source for everything Nintendo. My name is Michael Cottrell, your host, and today on the show I just want to talk about a new Switch release, or a port rather, called Darkest Dungeon. So Darkest Dungeon is a game that's come out on a bunch of other platforms. Uh, I think it was originally PC, or at least the control scheme seems to, to be that way, but before we get into all that, I just want to say, this is an incredibly interesting game, and an incredibly unique game. I mean, the, the whole theme of dungeon crawling is about as old as games itself, but doing it with this sort of management system of your characters actually dealing with the stresses and the fears and the psychological realities of risking their lives uh, as just a, a regular job. And I'm sure that some other game out there has, has done it before, but this is the first time that I've really uh, seen it, and... I think it's incredible. It's been a while since I've been this interested in a video game. I have played it for about two hours today, uh, just on the little bit of free time that I could find, but I'm starting to dip my toes in the game, and it's kind of like lots of deep systems and stats and different ways to, to manage your characters, but uh, I've only scratched the surface, and I can't wait to get back into it and play more of it. Uh, as far as the Switch version of this, it seems like a weird fit on the Switch and a great fit at the same time. And let me explain that. So starting with what's great about it, of course, it is portable. And with the nature of this game being these adventures that you go on with uh, four of your characters, they can be short, they can be long. Uh, at the part of the game that I'm in right now, most of them are fairly short. And so as you're doing these uh, short missions, I could see that being a nice way to uh, break up a train ride or, um, you know, just some free time that you find yourself with before bed. And so that aspect is is really nice. I played a little bit portable, a little bit on console. The portable version is also a little bit easier to control because it incorporates touch controls. And so there's certain like drag and drop controls that are kind of confusing to execute with a controller, in my opinion anyway. And that's my only real criticism about this game is that it's really difficult to control and the game doesn't do a great job of exploring and explaining what the controls do and and what what they exist for i mean it's really obvious that this was designed for a pc interface you know a mouse being able to navigate over these you know if if you look at the battle screen there's you know like at least six different icons that you can see information for and rather than toggling through um, the control stick and whether your control stick is in your inventory or if it's in your gear or if it's in uh, target the targeting phase that could be a little bit confusing and I'm sure it'll get easier with time it's not impossible it's not that annoying it's just I've I've had to kind of like stop and pause and and consider like what the controls are and look at the the options menu a bunch of times to just see um, you know what's going on because it does feel really awkward especially when you're in the town phase and kind of moving around your characters it took me like a solid three minutes to figure out how to equip a trinket and the other that kind of goes along with the other problem of the game is that it's got a, a very steep upfront learning curve. It's got a very small tutorial, and after that, it's just you're there and exposed to all the systems. And the thing that I can't quite crack yet is the best way to manage the stress system. And so, usually halfway through the dungeon, you know, someone starts getting irrational or crazy, and then uh, that affects the rest of the party. But that's also what's so cool about the game is just dealing with that. So, the way that it works is 
characters getting hit or hit with certain uh, magic spells, being exposed to traps or to disgusting things in the dungeon, or they see a tomb and they question their morality and their life choices. All all of those things are part of a stress system, and once they hit a certain threshold, they'll either overcome that stress, get a buff, and and really like be renewed as a character, or they will fall into depravity, so they could be irrational. They they could attack your other party members. They could uh, skip their turns. Or uh, one time, my my crusader refused to be to be bandaged because he was just kind of ready to die. And all of that stuff is really interesting, and it throws a lot of uh, loops that you have to work through. And sometimes it can feel a little bit annoying because some of these things are I wouldn't say decided by, but very much influenced by random factors. That being said, though, I I, th- I think this just different kind of gameplay is so refreshing that I'm enjoying it so much anyway. Also, what's interesting about the game is the way that the characters are positioned. And it kind of reminds me of that old... F- I don't remember which Final Fantasy title exactly, but there was uh, three different rows that you would put your characters into. And this game has you line up your characters in a four-person line, and some attacks will only be able to attack the front from the front, some attacks will only be able to attack the front from the back, and so on and so forth. There's this little graph. At first it was really confusing to me, but the, the dots that you see under their attacks tell you which targets you can hit and where you need to be standing to use that attack. So, the um, my favorite guy, the, the Plague Doctor, has a move where he can he can attack melee up front or if he's in the back he can use certain bombs to stun other enemies in the back and the enemies in the back are often the most difficult to deal with and the most stress inducing because they just sit back there they heal they buff they stress your characters out and range i haven't gotten a really strong ranged character yet so that's uh they they've been tough to deal with and what's also interesting is while you're trying to fight your way to the back to those guys, you can take out the first two melee guys, and their corpses will just lay in front of the um, lay lay in front of those ranged guys. So you have to go through the corpses as well. And some people have abilities to deal with that, and others just have to you know hack at the the corpses until they're gone, and then move on to the characters that are in the back. So a lot of interesting and unique systems here. The narration that happens while you're going through the dungeon it's it's very tense it's very spooky and i it's been a while since i've just been this emotionally affected by the game and and i don't mean like i'm you know walking into my house and and saying it is all doomed god has forsaken us but it's while i'm playing it it's it's just it's so high stakes it's so tense and i mean i'm even they i played on the suggested radiant mode which is apparently the game's easy mode, and I'm still finding like the, the it just to just be really really tense, and it's crazy. I, I re- I'm really enjoying it. So um, I don't know if Switch is the best system to play this on. If I were to rewind, I might just buy it on PC for the be, being able to use uh, a mouse and, and keyboard with this. It seems better suited, but. All that being said, if the the portability really speaks to you, this is a game worth checking out. I think. It's going to be one of those, you know, just gems on the Switch that we can look back on and, and be really thankful for. I, I'm just 
really happy with the indie games that are coming out here. A lot more so than hopeful that, you know, AAA games are going to be uh, ported to the system. And, that, and that's all good, too. You know, I, I, I love my occasional AAA game. But I think outside of a few hits where real innovation is happening, it's all about the indies. I mean, it's just you look at games like this and like Undertale and they're just doing such new and interesting things. I would highly encourage you to at least like, at least like look at the game, uh, check out some videos on YouTube about it and just be informed of it. It's incredible how our definition of a game is constantly expanding. I mean, we saw with uh, Nintendo Labo yesterday, a more uh, tactile and outside experience but this is just looking at how the mechanics of a game can really drive you to do different things because the the win state in this game doesn't really depend on the mental health of your characters and so you can drive them to insanity you can abuse them and toss them aside as they they perish but the win state is really making it through the the darkest dungeon and there's not really I don't know if there's so much of a reward for for playing in a way where you take really good care of your characters, other than, you know, hopefully they don't die, but it's a really interesting dynamic, and a lot of other games will handle morality choices that are like, this is the bad one, and this is the good one, but there's so much gray here. Every, every little treasure chest that you pass through is possibly risking the character that you have with you in exchange for you know, whatever treasure might be on the other side of that. You have to really weigh the options of like, do we keep walking through this dungeon or do we call it quits, put our tail between our legs and run home? So yeah, Darkest Dungeon. Pretty, pretty rad game. As I keep playing it, I'll, I'll see if I can um, do an eventual like final word on it or a little review or something. I, I don't know. If you guys are interested in that, let me know in the comments. I'd love to know what you think about the game and just any feedback that you have about the show. I apologize for yesterday. Those of you who were, were listening to the iTunes and SoundCloud version, the audio got messed up because I accidentally exported two tracks on top of each other, the, the uncut and the edited. That's a mistake that as soon as I, I was informed of it, I, I knew how it happened. So it won't happen again. I hope. Thanks so much for tuning in to Nintendo Nightly. This is a most, for the most part, Monday through Friday show. I'm not going to make a show out of nothing if there's nothing to talk about, but we're generally hitting three to five episodes a week. I hope you enjoy this content. And if you don't, just let me know like what, what kind of show you're looking for. My hope was that this would be a more in the moment, more conversational sort of daily podcast most people do a weekly one that sort of wraps up the biggest stories and i think in that some of these smaller things can just kind of fall to the wayside because it's just a port of an indie but you know for for some people like me this is a discovery of a fantastic new game so anyway hope you have a great night i'll see you tomorrow for some uh kirby whatever that game is called impressions i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna give it a shot and, and and let you know what i think so i'll see you then